Now it's not now, it's now slay is to sort of kill something in the present tense. Mm-hmm. And slew is to kill something in the past, is to have already killed something, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, this one would be a sort of like, uh, you know, getting therapy finally for those things, those unresolved mm-hmm. things from your past. You know what I mean? Like take care of those p- things in the past that yeah. are dragging you You want down. to be able to look you know back I mean? at the end of 2022 at what you slew. What did mm-hmm. you, sl- yeah, what did you slew? Scotch <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to episode 344 of Coffee with Butterscotch, the game dev comedy podcast of Butterscotch Shenanigans. I'm Seth and I'm the games programmer. I'm Adam and I'm on my own little personal daylight savings time right now. I'm Sam and I'm on Dayquil. And this is a show where we talk about life, business, and working in the games industry. Today is January 2, 2022. Uh, before we get started, we have a warning. There's going to be profanity in this show, so kids... You know, I guess you might not want them to listen, but they're going to want to listen. Definitely. Because you know how they are. Uh, we'd also like to thank our supporters over at moneygrab.bscotch.net. Uh, thank you very much for helping us keep our mic juices flowing. Uh, all right. Now, this is a special episode because it's a new year. Welcome. We made it. Yeah. Uh, so we've been doing this podcast since 2015. It's a long weird. time. So this is like six, we're like six and a half years in. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's It's been pretty interesting. If you're, um, if you're new to it and you haven't heard all those early episodes, just remember, everything we said was wrong then, and it's correct now, for now though. Mm-hmm. And then yep. five years, this will be wrong too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been pretty cool to kind of be documenting our journey, you know, through uh, the world and also through through being a game studio. And there's been some interesting stuff that's happened in the Certainly. past few years. Uh, some historical moments. And uh, this is the this is our yearly episode where we go back, look at what happened last year, and then talk about, you know, what we want this next year to, to look like. Uh, so without further ado, are you guys ready? So yeah. we get into it? Let's go. Okay, so... 2021 retrospective, what happened? All right, so we're just going to go quarter by quarter and kind of hit on some of the the, the high points. Okay. 2021 was uh, dunk on everyone was the slogan for the year, mm-hmm. if you recall. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the intent that whatever you do, you should do it well enough that, you know, you can show it off to mm-hmm. people, right? Um so one of my 2021 pledges was to do some game jams. I did pledge to do three, but I only got two in. So mm. I, I two-thirds dunked on everyone. <laughs> uh, and I was also going to try to get a Gladiator in WoW Arenas, mm. but that, that, that plan fell apart. <laughs> so, mm. <laughs> so I dunked on someone, I think, is how my 2021 went. Do you guys remember yours? Mine was uh, largely art related, I'm pretty sure, uh, which was just to, to uh, I was going to do the character design contest every month, which I did, uh, unsurprisingly, in January only. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then from there, uh, I think it was largely about any kind of debut of Crashlands 2, which we haven't actually done yet publicly, but we have done it sort of internally for uh platform partners and stuff. And that has been a dunk in a lot of ways. So I'm very, I've had very good responses so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I was going to do was more, I wanted to get back to do some writing. Uh, so the first, mm. basically half of the year, um, I just kind of more aggressively was writing posts and doing stuff, but I started the, the, dev, the dev chat newsletter, the dev yeah. chat newsletter oh uh, which went for 19 weeks. It's got to episode. That's episode. Art, episode. Sure. Episode. Episode mm-hmm. 19, whatever. There's whatever no rules. Is. There's no rules. Uh, so I got to that point, And then by then just, Kind of felt like I had done that, you know, where, where, uh, but I also was getting into, I can't remember what it was at the time. Oh no, that's because of the other big thing that happened this year, which is the ADHD and depression diagnoses plus treatment also happened. Was that this year for you? Uh, yeah, that was this year. Uh, and so as, as those things started to like kick in and kind of fix my complicated mental health situation, then, uh, I had, because up until that point, I'd been having trouble making myself do stuff. And so during those weeks, I was still getting like the dosage of things tailored and all of that. Mm-hmm. All kind of started to kick in. The 
weather started to change, vaccines came out, you know, a lot of stuff happened that kind of made stuff a lot easier. And so then all of a sudden, all the things that I'd been wanting to do, mostly like my own code projects or even just doing more work, studio work, but just into the evenings, you know, um, suddenly became things I could do. And then so that kind of that kind of took over your yeah it kind of took over writing yep and so I kind of haven't really so much since but for those first first nineteen weeks though I spent like three hours nice. each weekend like writing those uh, those articles up so. I'll call it a dunk that was pretty good that's good yeah mental health dunk mm-hmm. yeah this was right. a really I, big I, mental health year for for me in particular so yeah me as well yeah I got my ADHD diagnosis and treatment mm-hmm. this year as well uh, so. Um, yeah, it's it that's that was good. That was definitely a good part of this year. Um so other stuff in Q1, we so at the start of Q, of the first quarter, we uh we had wrapped up our multiplayer experiments for Crashlands 2 and decided nope, not going to do it. We want to push really heavily into just really deep uh systems design, really deep uh content and single player story and stuff like that. And trying to reconcile that with, you know, all the other dimensions of multiplayer, we just we wanted, we wanted to do one thing really well instead of a lot of things badly. Mm-hmm. Um, we we migrated over to GitHub away from uh, Bitbucket, which was great. Uh, we got uh, Crashlands onto Xbox yep. in the first quarter. Um, we also created a new automated testing framework called Olympus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we, collab- we got to uh, collaborate with Yo-Yo Games, the creators of uh, Game Maker Studio, on that, which was super fun. Uh, and that's kind of helped to shore up a lot of our um, just stability of our games, mm-hmm. uh, which gives us more confidence and makes our development faster. So that's cool. Uh, Adam converted Rumpus to TypeScript, which is our entire web backend, was previously in uh, JavaScript. Right. And then it got converted to TypeScript, which, uh, you know, converting tens of thousands of lines of web code from one thing, one language to another language. It's a lot of code. Fortunately, JavaScript is valid, quote unquote, TypeScript. The problem is it's valid in a way where it tells you it's wrong, but it still runs. It still know? runs. So so yeah. there's like a very awkward, hard middle ground yeah. that you that Adam lived in for quite a while. Where as far um, as you can tell, just everything is broken. wrong. Everything's wrong, uh, and your 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 IDE, your your programming environment is just screaming at you the whole time yep. that everything is wrong. And uh, you know that that was something that I think once Adam started learning TypeScript, he had just been every time he worked on Rumpus, he was like, "I hate, yeah, I hate this. So I hate, I hate that this is not in TypeScript." And so finally, we we took the time to do that. Um, we also in in the spring did a repositioning exercise for Levelhead to see if we could boost its um, sales. So we did a bunch of work on reworking the store pages, recutting trailers, stuff like that. Um, and we did get a fifty to a hundred percent boost in traffic on various platforms, but we did we did not sell any more copies. <laughs> well, we did, but didn't. It's a zero to one. Like we may have sold up to twice as many copies, but there's so much noise because uh, we can't have Google Play. No one lets you do uh, A/B experiments. So Steam, come just come yeah, on. You just have man. to guess. There's still yeah. Let us do it. Give us yeah, the power. And, and I, you know, I think that's kind of interesting. Like so many of these stores in a, in a way are their own monopoly, right? In the mm-hmm. sense that like, like if you want to launch a game on Steam, you have to use Valve's backend, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to launch a game on Google Play, you've got to use the Google Play developer console. And and uh, it's the, the sort of like the, the promise of money coming from the platform that locks you into using their, their backend tools, right? And there's no competing product that you could use to like launch your game onto Steam or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they got you locked in, right? And so they don't need to add more features to their backend. Mm-hmm. So you know they kind of don't. Uh, and if they do, it's it's like a cool favor. Really, yeah, it but. is. It is still the case. It's been the case the whole time, and it's still true that Google Play has the only good reasonably good because it's always it's a hard thing to make a really good experience but the only good developer experience yep. that like really feels like they're like ooh we think this will be useful for you so like add a feature that's useful for you right uh, everybody else is just yeah, like that's great. Yeah, well you'll put up with it and like we don't think this is important so we'll just yep. just not yeah yeah so uh, you know thanks to thanks to Google Play for, for doing that we appreciate we appreciate mm-hmm. it 
We do. We appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Uh, so then Q2 came around and vaccines started popping up for the, uh, you know, the global pandemic that we're currently living through for COVID-19, which, you know, one of the things I was reflecting on is that now it's 2022 and like, we're still talking about COVID-19. And the reason it has a 19 after it is because it was discovered in November of 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as the, as the current year gets farther and farther away from the number at the end of COVID, it, you know, it becomes more and more annoying. I just got to mm-hmm. see it. Yep. Uh, that, you know, here we are at spring, uh, it started 2022 and, and, you know, we're, we're still dealing with it because even though, you know, the vaccines were rolling out, people just don't, they just won't take it. Um, and so new variants pop up, there's no herd immunity and it just, it, we're just kind of caught in a loop. Um, uh, however, we got vaccinated, we got yeah. vaccinated hard. I, mm-hmm. I drove 45 minutes over to a national guard vaccination site and got vaccinated through my car window. Well, not like not through, which the, like, is just the most there, like <laughs> zombie apocalypse movie kind of kind of setup, you know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because in every one of those yeah. movies, at some point, the National Guard rolls in and like, and then like they're just like and saves the people, day, you know? Yeah. Well, they never save the day; they just turn into zombies, also. But uh, yeah, it's been <laughs> it's been surreal. It's been surreal as fuck. I have to mm-hmm. say, um, the, like the the times of especially like at the start of the pandemic, you know, like. Going down the grocery store aisle, nothing, nothing in the grocery store, right? Yeah. Um, all the all the supply chain issues that have been going on that have been just kind of messing up various industries to varying degrees. Like I, you know, I wanted to. Uh, I was thinking about getting one of the new Xbox Xbox Series mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're just they're just gone. They're just out of stock forever. Yeah. Um, yep. So there's there's been all kinds of strange stuff, um, but you know we kind of had that that light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccine um, in in Q2 last year, and uh, number like once the vaccine started coming, numbers started plummeting, um, and it was all looking real good. And around that time, Sam moved to Connecticut. Yeah, my wife kind of like, kind of like threaded that needle. Yeah, we were there. like, we have a window, and so basically the the four months of sort of uh, less COVID stuff that was happening, plus us being vaccinated in the summer, we we visited uh, my wife's parents on the East Coast, did some tours around, look at uh, places to possibly live. And then we're like, let's do it. Prepare the house. Um, and huge kudos to my wife for doing. I was able to continue working the vast majority of that time, um, just sort of helping out in the evenings while she was essentially selling a house, uh, preparing a house, selling it's a, a house. Moving move is just a huge amount of work. It's, the, it's, just, it's just yeah. the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was a, it was a big big move. I ended up driving uh, about I think it was a nineteen hour drive from St. Louis out to the Connecticut, where we ended up. Um, stayed with her folks for about two months, which was surprisingly awesome in a very good time. And so uh, that went way smoother than I could have thought it could, especially given that like I think about a month after we got the new house, then the uh, COVID number started peaking again. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, well, wow. that's the thing is like, is like you, you weren't thinking of it as, oh, we have a window. We were all thinking of it as like, wow, thank God this pandemic is over because the vaccine is out. Mm-hmm. And like, and at that time the vaccines were limited. Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, so the vaccines were going out and they were just getting used up. And so it, it, it kind of had this positive look on it where it's like, wow, you Can't know, like, out fast enough. Yeah, yeah. Like imagine like once the supply really hits like a critical mass, then everybody will get vaccinated and like the numbers are already getting lower and lower and lower. Um, but then it kind of hit this point where like, nope. Turns out everybody who wanted it already got it basically the first two Yeah, everybody, well, everybody, everybody got it. Uh, yeah, everybody who wanted it in the United States, you know, got it. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then because of, uh, you know. There's a global you know, issue that here. It's, uh, there's a global issue of not sharing intellectual property. And so then, you know, everybody else is yeah, like. There, yeah, there's, there's a lot. Of, there's just a web of issues. Um, and so, you know, at the time we weren't thinking about it as, oh, we have this window before the next wave. We were thinking like, oh, wow. Can you believe like in, in just like a year mm-hmm. and a half uh, a new, like a pandemic swept the world and a vaccine was made and we solved it. Amazing. Right now mm-hmm. back to, back to normal, mm-hmm. maybe wear mask for another month or two, just to kind of like ride out the tail end of this pandemic. And they had yeah, a very, it was very cool much- vaccine technology that hadn't, that we hadn't gotten to. Oh yeah. Yet, you it's know, been, because, it's been cool. Yeah. Cause it's been, to it's been in development for a long time, but it's one of those things like, because in order for these things to, to know if they work, you have to be able to test them in a lot of people because it's an A-B test. That's how you test anything, right? Yeah, yep. Steve. So you, do, you, do a, <clears throat> you, do a, you do a blind A-B <laughs> test basically with, like, with drugs, right? 
That's with the vaccine, because what, what does that mean, though? It means you need to have enough people who would have gotten infected, right? Yeah. That you can tell. Because if, if there isn't a pandemic, nobody's getting infected. You, yeah, there's you can't no test way to know. It. Right. So, yeah. so we end up in this scenario where it's like there's literally just tens of millions of people who are, who are getting infected with this thing rapidly. And we already have the tech ready to go. So they can just be like, oh, dope. We could just like, we could just test do it, it. Do the right test now, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's very remarkable. And I think it's, uh, it revealed, of course, that we're not ready for pandemics because we should have had the infrastructure ready to go. That could have just been like, oh, yeah, this thing works. So let's just make a fuckload of it, right? Um, but uh, maybe now yeah, we're well, I mean, We were yeah. a lot more ready than I thought we would be. And we were, we were unprepared in, w- in ways that I didn't anticipate, you know? Yeah. Like, like the, the way that it's become politicized is just sort of mind-boggling. Um, That's a wild but, thing. Uh, yeah. But uh, so after Sam moved— then, then the Delta variant came out of, of all places, uh, southern Missouri, you know, right near home, um, and spread like wildfire, took over everything, uh, and especially, of course, among unvaccinated groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, now we're on to Omicron here mm-hmm. in, the, in the start of 2022, which is spreading even faster. And so we're, we're kind of caught back in the, in the loop. But um, around that same time in, in Q2, I got another dog. So mm-hmm. been been adjusting to two dog life. That's been it's been pretty fun. Like it, mm-hmm. it's a lot at first, um, and kind of winning over the the trust of a of a rescue dog who's you know been through some shit is just like it such takes, a great takes minutes such a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and uh, also kind of around the end of of Q2, we kind of hit. Uh, the, the end of Crashlands 2 visual development, where we kind of hit a point where we're like, okay, this is looking like the game that we want to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then rolling into the, the third quarter in uh, 2021, we, we uh, moved Adam into the CEO position so that we could start putting more time into uh, systems development and have a person who can coordinate better uh, what everybody's doing in the studio, keep a better eye on projects and, and make sure that kind of like things are moving forward in um, in a more sort of coherent way, right? Mm-hmm. Because if if nobody's calling the shots, if nobody's setting the the direction for things, um, then it's it takes way too much crosstalk among everybody in the team to figure out whether they're working on the right thing or, you know, it just kind of it kind of bogs. Well, and and it's also down, the right? uh it's the get the bystander effect, you know, when yeah, some stuff just doesn't there's happen not at all because there's not a clear <laughs> yeah, there's not a clear responsibility for just who needs to make sure that just all the things that have to happen happen, and so uh, you know we, we were fortunate that we all had just enough of attention we were paying on top of all the stuff we were trying to do like for our domains, um, and we're all willing to step in and do stuff. That I think the the reality the is stuff the was running getting the, done. Yeah, the running of the business was being prioritized effectively. I think it's just yeah. that uh, the overall cost actually to the rest of the studio in terms of production uh, speed was actually way higher than we anticipated, which was yeah. largely revealed after we switched Adam uh, into that role, moved all biz dev everything onto uh, Adam's plate to the point where basically Seth and I, if we see something, we just tell Adam, mm-hmm. like, hey. There's this thing. I don't know anything about it, but see if you can do something about it. He's like, cool. Um, and that whole quarter was when we basically built what I would call is the rest of what currently is Crashlands 2. Um, got crafting in there. Yeah. We got uh, the artisan system, research, all sorts of other just really cool stuff. So uh, that was a huge, huge move um, internally that resulted, I think, in just an absurd level of uh, productive speed on the game side, which has been awesome. A, a lot happened in Q3. Yeah. For- yeah. Yeah, and we also brought in uh, Jen, Jen Coster, for mm-hmm. uh, narrative design for Crashlands 2. And that kind of revealed another dimension of sort of our studio structure that we needed to work on, which was that, you know, what we had been doing in terms of our approach to dev was fine for a very, very, very small team, mm-hmm. right? Uh, meaning like if it's just Sam and me putting stuff into the game, then we could get away with 
sort of our our approach Method. to building games. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I would argue that it's it wasn't never been good. Fine, because like, it wasn't good. Seth's been but stressed we stressed about it the whole time. Yeah, you know? um, yeah, because the the core issue is basically that that having one game programmer and having an approach to content delivery such that the game programmer has to implement everything means that um, that Sam as the I guess content creator mm-hmm. creating uh, art assets and stuff like that and, and quests and whatever. Um, that Sam basically had to throttle back his production speed quite a lot. And so uh, so once we brought in Jen, that even further highlighted the need for us to kind of rethink how we're making our games. And so- And then also that kind of Sam was pulled off of all the biz dev stuff since- Yeah, because he had more time. He had more time to- But he couldn't use it, right? Yeah. Um, and so that kind of brought us then into Q4, where we transitioned into starting to work on building much better tooling and and sort of like ways to manage and create faster content in our games. And that's what we've been working on, you know, for the past uh, probably six weeks or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, we also got Crashlands uh, signed up for Apple Arcade. So we got that announcement out as Crashlands Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's super cool. Um, and we also, over the course of this year, migrated from ClickUp to Favro as our sort of task management tool, which uh, Favro is super cool and we love most things about it, except for its web API, which needs some work. Yeah. Uh, it's weak on Click automations up. and integrations, but it's yeah. actual workflow stuff is really interesting. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and ClickUp, we, we liked most things about ClickUp, but it was very buggy and very slow. Um, mm-hmm. And so at a certain point, we just kind of couldn't, we just couldn't do it anymore. And so uh, we made a big migration, which, you know, c- kind of remi- like moving, moving productivity software as a company is in, in my opinion, like generally a pretty cathartic thing mm-hmm. because oftentimes you'll end up with just dozens and dozens of like cards and tasks and projects that kind of like, You'll talk about it. It seems like a good idea. You'll document some stuff and you'll kind of like put it, you know, put it in a bucket over here. But then it turns out, you know, the next week or a few weeks later, you find out that, oh yeah, that probably wasn't a good idea. We don't need to do that. But then, you you know, cleaning that thing up is a new task and and you oftentimes just kind of forget about it, right? Let alone when it's when it's in a system where you can't share the tasks, basically not not Favreau style, then you end up having this task confetti, just this explosion of like all the little details usually and cards. Yeah. And so it's just a nightmare. So I think that was actually yeah. part of what drove uh, that increase in productivity too, is that Seth and I would basically pull, you know, four to seven things that we wanted to get done for the game that week. And then they would just be a card. That was it. That was shared between the two of our boards. And we were, it's just very, there's, there was just so much less uh, bullshit management. Yeah. You know, just moving yeah. stuff around, break it. It's just like, didn't, it, it would be hard awesome. to go back to a uh, task management system that you can't make move me. things between workflows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we, I don't think we could do it. I, can't yeah. do it. I, I think, think, I think yeah. we're kind of locked into Favreau. Yeah. I think somebody, Favreau were, yeah. Favreau doesn't, and they do have like, they, they have a bunch of stuff in the like in progress status right now that we've asked for and other people have asked for. Yeah. Uh, that if they do get all that stuff done in like the first quarter of 2022, uh, it's going to start to turn into like a really killer, a really killer yeah. app. If so, you're not on that Favreau train yet, uh, think about it. Get on board. Yeah, it's be get a, on board. It's a good train. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, so 2021 was a year with, you know, a lot of ups and downs. I would say just sort of overall in life. Um, but as far as the studio goes, uh, I think it was a really interesting transitional year for us where um, it, it it marks the, the end of our first year of development of Crashlands 2. And a lot of that was basically trying to learn new development styles mm-hmm. of better tooling, better teamwork, better communication, um, and focusing on stuff like visual development, which we just never, like we never had a phase of development for that before, right? Mm -hmm. And so so for me personally, it's been simultaneously very gratifying to kind of like take this different approach and see it paying off over time. It's also been kind of hard because it's just such a different way uh, compared to like what how I'm used to working on games that I think it's very easy to, 
for me to get inside my own head about it and think like, oh, like if we just jammed this new feature in there, <laughs> you know, willy nilly, then it would be it would done be now. There. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was sure it would be hard to work with later and blah, blah, blah. And I'd probably have to recode it five or six times, but like <laughs> we would have it now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been kind of a, an interesting, like personal trajectory for me to kind of learn how to work in this style. Um, and, and I think overall it's, for me, I think it's it's been a year of of learning how to better embrace our studio principle of playing the long game. Right. Yep. Mm. It's like <clears throat> invest, invest, invest your time and energy now in a way that's going to pay off f- for future you. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't don't work five times as hard now. Uh, if you could work, you know, work smart now and work. Five times less hard later, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, I think similarly. I'm on my six. We when we kicked off the year, we, or, or quarterly, we did sort of a. Uh, it was very much kind of a blue sky session that was looking at. We actually sort of looked at the game awards from uh, this was last year, uh, January last year, and just kind of like got just picked up the hype, you know, by watching those and kind of getting uh, getting enthused about games, about what we do, and about trying to answer the question like, okay, how can we get it so that the next game we make shows up here, you know, that like that everyone wants it to be here, that it's one of these game of the year things. And it's just like, it's just a, a force. Um, and so much of that conversation was not about like, Oh, we don't have the ideas or the designs for it. It's never been that it's always been, okay. What got us here in terms of like getting to the point where we you know, successfully launched Levelhead, whatever else is not going to be sufficient to get us to this next run. Like we, there's a, there's a, it's one of those things like you can't just grind. Uh, it's very tempting to just say like you got to work harder, right? Work harder, work harder, work harder. Well, there's the that, you, know, like, you, you can't keep doing the same thing and expect different results. Right? Yeah. You've, you've got to make changes and adapt to get new results. Yes. And so that's what we recognize is like, okay, you know, we, we want to try for a new thing here, which is like really a kind of absolute top of the line situation. Um, and we came into it saying, like, okay, we know that what we've been doing isn't going to get us there. It's like, what just from like the get go, what can we do to start kind of rebuilding the studio in such a way that the processes that we have, the, the way in which we work together, end up creating that, that thing at the end of the day. Um, Cause we can't really control the outcome, but we definitely can control the process. Right. And so mm-hmm. I think this year has been very fun because I think it's been a loftier one in terms of like why we're doing all the things. It's not just like get this next game out before we die even though it's always sort of in the background. Um, but it's Ideally, so that's like, true of all of our games. Like, man, if we if one of us dies midstream production, <laughs> oh, it's going to throw such a wrench it's into things. Real, what a mess. Geez. What a mess. <laughs> not, not really a team player here. Yeah. Um, Bet, I'm gonna, that's going to that's gonna go on your your uh, performance evaluation yeah. for sure. Like, yeah, I think, I think <laughs> even for that, for that higher thing makes you make some of these bigger changes where you're like, okay, I mean, if we were just trying to do it again, that's one thing, right? We're not trying to do it again. We're trying to do something... The new, so a little more. Um, so I think that's been very energizing for me, just having that, that bigger picture, uh, higher level goal in place. So on my side, it was like, you know, learning uh, Clip Studio really well and Spine, which was all largely this year, uh, in terms of like the bulk of that. Uh, we got the pipelines all done for being able to actually really, really clean the content into the game uh, from Clip Studio Paint all the way through. And oh, then, was that yeah, also this, this year? That was this year. Yeah. I mean, okay. we'd, we'd done some of the initial work last year, but like actually mm-hmm. using it and getting it all working. Right. Like with a, yeah, the level of like tech performance stuff on that side has been uh, just kind of incredible. And so I think, I mean, I'm really excited for, uh, for this next year in particular, because it feels like, it feels like this year is a lot of, a lot of work to figure out stuff and just sort of at the end of it, getting to the point where we've been actually making stuff so fast that we had to stop again and be like, Wait a second. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's really what happened. Yeah, yeah, because third quarter we got so many new systems and mechanics added to the game that we were looking at what it would take to add the next round of content, and we were like, "This is so interconnected. Like, there's so much mm-hmm. depth. There's so much depth in these game systems, and so much complexity that just trying to do it, you know, by code with no like visual interfaces or whatever, and, and essentially only having me requests. Yeah, ticket requests to it. a dev. No, no. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it's like we we if we want to make a truly incredible game that has just just layer upon layer upon layer of interesting like discoveries and mechanics and exploration, you know, all of that stuff. Um, we need, we need visualizers. We need ways to interact with the game systems and add content to them and, and 
in ways that lots of people can do it and see it. Um, like if, if when we were, it's, it's been interesting because when we look at the systems in original Crashlands, they're effective, but they're simple, yeah. right? Um, and the the number of of interesting systems interactions in Crashlands two, I think we have now maybe like eight percent of the amount of content in Crashlands two that we had in original Crashlands so far. Mm-hmm. But that content has like a quarter of the amount of total like gameplay time as the original game, right? Because it's like, it's, it's so interwoven, but that just makes it very hard to work on in the same way that in the same way that we worked on it in the past, we can't do it that way anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So yeah, it's still going to be a a few more months of, of understanding what it's going to look like to actually build out this game fully and developing those tools to make that happen. Um, But yeah, I think by middle of this year, we will have entered into a like a very intense, probably true production at that point. I think, yeah, a saying. very intense content push and and mm-hmm. systems push uh, phase where it's gonna it's gonna be pretty it's, good. It's gonna be yep. flying. It's gonna be very good. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so that's twenty twenty one. Dunk on everyone. Dunk on someone. Stuff got dunked. Mm-hmm. Okay, now it's on to twenty twenty two. So. We don't know what's going to happen this year. Uh, a lot of the big console launches are kind of done, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have any major predictions about sort of like big industry shifts this year. Um, I, well, I, I can confidently say that people are going to continue to be generally dumb about anything relating to blockchain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. That, that's just that's just going to kind of keep happening. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll like put my house on the blockchain or something. See how that mm-hmm. goes. Uh, but otherwise, we just want to talk about the philosophy of 2022. Mm-hmm. So last year, we said we had, we had 2021 dunk on everyone. And the idea is to establish a, a motto or a theme for the year that you can use as an anchor point to kind of frame what you're doing this year. Mm-hmm. You know, high level theme for your activity. Yeah. You know? And so, so we have started to kind of come up with a list of possible things possible themes for 2022. Uh, I know we want to, we're not going to settle on one this episode. We want to put out the call uh, for our listeners and hear, you know, are there any of these that stand out to you that you really like? Do you have any ideas that we haven't thought of? Uh, And then we can settle on the 2022 theme in the next episode. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you guys ready to, you guys ready to talk through this list? Yeah. (laughs) Super ready. Okay. So here's what we have so far. First option, 20 redo. Let's try again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. uh, a lot of things didn't go that great in 2021. And, uh, may, you know, 2022, let's just take another crack at it. You it's know, just got a control Z, hard reset. you know? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Hard reset. Uh, so this is kind of like, this is a tough motto because, you know, it does kind of remind you of the shit that went bad last year. And that may be a bit of a downer, right? Mm-hmm. So also, I think I a, think this one loses points for that. Yeah, there's a bit of a but, sense of like, are we just redoing what happened? Because I don't actually want to do that. Because it kind of feels like 2021 was a redo of 2020 already, yep. and that didn't go so hot either, right? So maybe we need to just kind of kind of kill the past, which brings us to 2020 slew, uh, murder the demons of the past. Yep, that's. Yep. Right yep. now, it's not now, it's now. Slay is to sort of kill something in the present tense, mm-hmm. and slew is to kill something in the past. Is to have already killed something, mm-hmm. right? So maybe uh, this one would be a sort of like uh, you know getting therapy finally for those things, those unresolved mm-hmm. things from your past. You know, what I mean? like take care of those p- things in the past that yeah. are dragging. You, you want to be able to look you know back I mean? at the end of 2022 at what you slew. What mm-hmm. did you? Sl- yeah, what did you slew? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so I, I like the concept of that one, but it is awkward, sort of linguistically. It's a little yeah. violent. Uh, and also there's a lot, a lot of tense issues, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Now we have another another kind of option that, that kind of has a branching interpretation, which is 2020 U. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so one option is is to go with one of our studio principles, which is it's not about you. Okay. So mm-hmm. be like 2022, yeah. it's not about you. Uh, that mm, yeah. for us, for us, that means think about other people, 
think about the situation. Think about all the things that are going into the things that you're experiencing and recognize that like, for, like maybe maybe you're thinking, man, I really want to go to the gym and get in shape, but uh, I'm really worried that people are going to like look at me and judge me, right? They're not they're not mm-hmm. going to because it's not about you. Them going to the gym is not about you. Mm-hmm. They're trying to work on their own stuff, right? Uh, or maybe you're part of a team, right? And and the team needs to move forward. And there's some aspect of the work that like that you need to do, but you kind of don't want to do because mm-hmm. it's not your favorite thing to do, right? Well, guess what? It's not about you. It's about the mm-hmm. team, right? It's so really just get about in there. putting your ego in the back seat. That's really what it is. Yeah, right? yeah. Which is, uh, I mean, because ego is a toddler, things, and that's where useful. it goes. <laughs> it's, it's, mm-hmm. I think, I think more than ever, it's not about you is an important message. Reminder. Yeah, that that's true. People need to be holding on to. It is, and honestly, so. if if we had had this slogan in 2021, we might not be in the third wave of COVID. Frankly, <laughs> you know, if only one uh, had rhymed with you. You know, yeah. Hey, uh, <sighs> put a mask on because it's not about you. You mm-hmm. know, it's about everybody around you who you're murdering. Mm-hmm. Now, another option is 2022. It's all about you. Now, this one of course, is the opposite, but it's all about interpretation, which <laughs> yeah. is, which is- Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, you know? Look around. What are you having a hard time with? What's, what sucks about your current situation that you have control over and, and see if you can, you know, fix that thing, mm-hmm. right? Because you got to work on yourself. You got to help yourself before you can help others. It's like when the, when the oxygen mask comes down in the airplane and they're like, don't help babies, Help yourself. Put it on your own mask. And then, you know, if you're still conscious, then go ahead and put it on the baby yeah. next to you or, yep. or whatever. Because that baby, that baby ain't going to help. That baby's not helping nope. you. You know what I mean? So you got to take care yeah. of you. Yeah. Because if you don't put your mask on first, then you go unconscious. And if you can't get it on the person next to you in time, they might go unconscious too. And now everybody's unconscious. Mm-hmm. And and you really want to be conscious when the plane is going down. You know 100%. I mean? yeah. like, <laughs> you want to be screaming, <laughs> screaming That's levels of awareness. Yeah, just yeah. that sort of existential dread before the impact, yeah. you know? So the thing what is, we really like, need here is something <laughs> nuanced that ties both of these together, you know? Yeah, which is where we could just say 2020 you, mm-hmm. you know? And mm. it's about it's about recognizing What's about you, what isn't? Yeah, it's mm. about recognizing your importance How do you to, fit? to the world around you yeah. and also your unimportance to the world around yes. you. Yes. <laughs> and your importance to yourself. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who are you? What you are must you? Become both big and small at the mm-hmm. same time yeah. in the yeah. correct contexts. You know? Yeah. So 2020 you, you 20, know, has a I lot of 2020 nuance you. To it. Take a nuanced view. <gasps> oh dang. Mm-hmm. If okay. it rhymes, it's okay. true. Exactly. That's, That's a good one. Work. Yep. I'm gonna give that one three points. Right. Three points. The points are arbitrary. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Twenty twenty. 2022, that'll do. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's basically, it's sort of one, like the good enough principle as far as I see it, which is yep, like, yep. you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just get stuff to a place where that'll do. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you got to just accept where you manage to get stuff and then uh, move on. You know, yep. acceptance is big. It's important. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to solve every problem at once and you don't have to do everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. You just... You just got to get in there, you know? You know, we are using the word you a lot, do. though, in uh, in discussing that. So I think there's another point, actually, uh, yep. retroactively for 2020, 2020 you. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right, next option. 2020 ooh-woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, get, that, get that romantic spark flying again, That's you know? Right. Uh, maybe, maybe you're, you're single and ready to mingle, you know, mm-hmm. it's time to mingle, mask up for sure. Get triple maybe, vaxxed. Maybe you're already married and forgot that, that mingling is both fun and a thing you could, should be doing. Well, mingling yeah. specifically with your existing but, spouse. That's true. Yeah. It's not with your <laughs> That's true. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> set, up, set up a, set up a date night. You know, or or maybe maybe you're single and you want to be single. Take yourself on a date night. Ooh, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. 2020, ooh, woo. Romance Pour yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's just, it's all about, it's all about the romance. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So maybe, maybe that's what 2022 is. All right. Here's another one. 2020, true. Just the facts. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, quit, quit spreading weird shit on social media. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Stop now, it. obviously, if you're listening to our, our podcast, you're already not doing that. So I'm not quite sure. I think the problem is like this one's just kind of preaching to the choir, right? It is. It's like, true. It's true. If we're if we're telling our listeners like, hey, don't be don't be a, a misinformation spreading ding dong, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that that's not an actionable thing for our intelligent listener that's base true. to do. They're already doing it, so yeah. you know, we want to pick one of value. So let's just throw that one in the bin. That doesn't seem like get out of here. Twenty twenty true. All right. Next Clearly, one. we don't need truth. Next one, 2020 brew. Okay. Mm-hmm. So have this is either, one. this is either, you know, Ooh, have, have a, a cold, cold one, one. Yeah. have a cold one with your buddies uh, or have a hot one, which, you know, coffee, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. maybe also with your buddies. But you know, maybe you don't want caffeine or booze. Have a tisane. Have a mm-hmm. tisane. <laughs> brew up yourself a nice hot tisane. But brewing is also like a long form art. That's about, you know, you put stuff in barrels, you kind of invest in it for a bit, mm-hmm. and then you got to wait for the payoff, right? So there's also some- It's, it's about playing it's about the long game. focus, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 2020 brew, you know, it's all about, yeah, it's about- keep, 2020 brew, keep it steeping. Keep it keep, keep, it, keep it steeping. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem is that the brew is also, you know, storms brew. So I don't know. I feel they, like we've had well, been a lot they of storms. do, but they do that on their own. That's not something that yeah, you you're gonna do. You can't brew your own you know. storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus, storms are always brewing. Twenty twenty brew, brew up your own storm. Be the storm. Twenty twenty brew, be the storm. <laughs> Bring the thunder. Bring the lightning. Uh, <laughs> all right, so twenty twenty brew. That's an option. Uh, 20 voodoo. Use the power of magic to destroy your enemies. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just that's just good life advice. Somebody mm-hmm. causing you a problem, use magic. Just Make take a them doll. Out. No one could trace that doll to you. It's perfect, you know? Yeah. Now, something that's always bothered me about magic is how the Weasley family could possibly be poor when they're wizards. Because that was kind of their defining thing in the Harry Potter mm. books that they always, you know— J.K. Rowling always highlighted this fact about the Weasleys and that that was like a defining feature of their family. Don't wizards basically live in post-scarcity? As wizards, they can literally conjure things from nothing and violate the laws of thermodynamics by saying words and wiggling a stick around. Mm -hmm. And somehow, Mm -hmm. well, I think that's basically there are still socioeconomic classes in the wizarding world. It's because they've still decided to adopt capitalism. Because that's also true Mm -hmm. of like the world we live in, which is that. We've developed basically magic through the technologies that we've created. And we have enough magic to create anything that we need to take care of everybody. And then we just choose not to. But do we? We do, definitely. Also, don't they show the Weasley's house at one point and it's like seven stories and gigantic or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the whole thing is a a very confused mess. Maybe they're just house poor. You know, it's one of those over-leveraged into a mortgage situations. Yeah. So, so of course, I think one of the problems with 20 voodoo is just that, like, magic, you know, it's a little inconsistent sometimes. It doesn't make a lot of sense. So, yep. if you want to use magic to overcome your problems and destroy your enemies in 2022, um, you might destroy be ready yourself. For some, be ready for some plot holes. Yeah. And possibly some accidental self-destruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. 20 breakthrough. Discover the secrets. Oh. Yeah. So this is like really dig deep, find those clues. Get that light Which secrets on. though? Just you know, uh, mm, life is full of secrets. This might drive you, people into conspiracies though, which goes against our other twenty twenty. Well, again, di- different demographic, not our listeners. No, the thing is though, if you <laughs> is anybody can succumb, you know. Mm-hmm. So if we make the whole motto, look for the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty 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 the Illuminati 20 breakthrough. Yeah. Has deep you. state lizard people. Yeah. <laughs> deep state lizard people. Yeah. Yeah. Probably okay. So so we'll we'll hit pause on that one. Yeah. Minus minus we four points to, on that we one. We need to workshop that one a little more, I think. Workshop yeah. that one. Uh okay. Twenty renew. Uh resubscribe to life. Mm. You know, that's just that's just you know, maybe these past couple of years have really gotten you down. Mm-hmm. You've you've become a hermit living in a shell, mm-hmm. hermit crab style. Uh, you've stopped exercising, you know, whatever. Maybe you've socialized less. It's 2022. It's time to renew. Mm-hmm. Renew your subscription to the world. Get, Get a back face mask, there. you know, hydrate your skin. I don't yeah. know. It's probably part of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, 
or even yeah. just, you know, look around and think to yourself like, man, what's, what around me has kind of fallen apart and needs mm-hmm. a touch up, you know? Mm-hmm. Is there anything that I can kind of just like get, it might be get back up and running? You it know? could be you. Sometimes it's you. Yeah. Although that, that to me comes right back to 20 uwu, which, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is all about, you know, really romance taking yourself. care of yourself, romance yourself. Uh, all right. 20 lasso, tame the bull. That was just kind of, uh, you know, there's a lot of big challenges in life that are bucking around. Breaking Sometimes you shit. just got to lasso them and mm. uh, get and things under control. Yeah. You know, you can, you can run from the bull. But you're you're trapped in an arena for some reason because of the thing that people do still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you're trapped in there, and and it's gonna get you because it weighs like 800 pounds. Now here's I think the and problem it's I have relentless. with the lasso one is that it's sort of it feels like it stops at the in- initiation of the action when what is the follow through seems far more important. Yeah, in, in uh, no, like, that doesn't matter because no plan survives contact with the enemy. Right. So well, like, I mean, you, that's true. But I also feel like, <laughs> yeah, if you if you lasso a bull and then didn't think about afterward, you know, like what happens now that you are now attached to a bull? Because now the slogan could be "Hang on for dear life." <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. The if, you've, yeah. if you've gotten yourself into a scenario where you need to lasso a bull, you already may not have. You already may not have had a plan up to that point. You know, mm. so now it's just about action. It's just like this is out of control, and I need to get this thing under control. So hang on I just got to, I just, I just got to do something. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it'd be twenty twenty two last twenty twenty lasso. Hang on for dear life. I think is the- twenty lasso. Hang on for dear life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, another option is twenty twenty sue lawyer up. Mm-hmm. You know, which is this is this is sort of the non-magical version of you know destroying your enemies, right? It's like that's true. Hey, has somebody wronged you? Take them down, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or you know, don't just maybe don't just actually. move on. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, uh, this is bad. Word. So yeah, but but however, twenty twenty sue lawyer up. You know, it's good to have a lawyer just when you need just one. have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to have one? Well, just that you have, at the very least, spoken with that lawyer and who had their contact information so that you have somebody to reach out to in mm-hmm. case shit hits the fan. 100%. Right? Uh, so 2020 Sue, lawyer up. That's an option. Yep. 20, 20 pew pew. Mm-hmm. Arm yourself for the coming apocalypse. Just guns. Just, just get any kind of weaponry. Of, uh, maybe yeah. take a survivalist course. Uh, yeah. Learn how to, you know, like sieve, sieve rainwater. How do you like, you know? I don't know. That's like, why we got to take these courses. Yeah, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, knives, guns, bazookas, punji sticks. You know, here again, some pits. Know, I think there's uh, the focus on the violence part of it kind of uh, misportrays what usually happens. Uh, Undercuts the message, you know. It's largely famine related deaths, uh, not direct murder. That's true. 20 so. pew pew, learn how to farm. Yep. <laughs> Using uh, rain bullets. Yep. You know? Rain yeah. bullets. Uh, all right. We got two more options to talk through. 2020 glue, stick together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, times are not, they're not easy, but we got to stick together and help each other out, which mm-hmm. I think comes back to, you know, it's not about you in a lot of ways. It does. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, about your community, how you're helping out, you know? Yeah, it's, you know, do you want to help solve the next problem or do you want to be the next problem? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. those are kind of your two options. Or, you know, I guess you could just not be involved at all. But not being involved which is, which is, is just being which part is of the problem. Which is kind of just being part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, all right, do the last enable, one. Do you want to passively mm-hmm. enable the problem or be mm-hmm. the problem? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sort of, those are your options, I guess. Take a pick. <laughs> really. uh, all right, last one. 2022. Mm. This is just advice, you know. Just don't don't get meat stuck in your esophagus at any mm-hmm. point during the year because you'll you will go to the hospital. It'll be and that's capacity. not a good place to be right now. That's mm-hmm. where everybody well, well, is. Well, well, ever, but ever, also yeah. right, especially right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, also how you get diverticulitis. You know, you don't want that. Yeah, 2022. Masticate furiously. Yep. That's you could also do 20, <laughs> 
20 choo-choo, which is uh, be like a train, you know, just run train on, mm-hmm. on the world. 20 choo-choo, just be unstoppable. Over. Like, because mm-hmm. trains are heavy or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a lot of momentum. Be easily derailed by pennies on tracks. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think that derails trains. I think it's pretty, pretty hard to derail a train. It takes significant effort. Mm. Yeah. Trains the are like with the trains opposite is, of ADHD, I think. It's yeah. true. They get going, they have a lot of momentum, and they can't be stopped. Stand on the rails. By, by most <laughs> things. Be the, uh, be the rails. No. Be the rails. The 20 choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> There's, got, there's, there's, there's some kind of good train <laughs> slogan in there somewhere. Uh, so anyways, that's, mm, that's our list. Back on the rails. Ooh. Back on the rails. No, I don't want to be on rails. I want to fly. Yeah, because the problem with being on rails enough. is that that's like make a plan, stick to it no matter what. Because a plan yeah. can stop anything. Can, cannot be stopped by anything, which is not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that. But I do like the the idea of the, of trains being unstoppable kind of like as a as a way of being you know mm-hmm. yeah it's it's you, wherever it's they you want to choose go. where to go is the problem yeah yeah so they've got they've got some they've got some ups and downs you know, maybe I'll that's say. more of a metaphor maybe they just got some just, forwards it's the only thing. they got can, some forwards you can really only be unstoppable if uh if you have no uh you know choices you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's, that's what true. metaphor for a train is. It's like the reason yeah. it's so powerful is because it can only it can stay only on. go forwards. It's because it has a narrow focus, mm-hmm. like John Wick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. That's why John, John Wick, Wick is, is the John Wick is the train of people. I yeah, think it's true. <laughs> okay, well, tell us what you think. What do you think 2022 should be? Go to podcast.bscotch.net and just throw just throw it in there. Just throw mm-hmm. it in the question box. Pop in the Discord, discord.gg slash bscotch. Yeah. Pop it in there. Uh, if you like the ones that we've put out, you know, grab one of those. If you've got an idea of your own, throw that in there. And then we'll we'll see uh, next episode. We'll we'll narrow it down and we will figure out what 2022 is, is going to be. What's the slogan? What's it going to be? Uh, so that's all the time we have for this week. We'd like to thank our producers, Fat Bard and Jen Coster, for putting the podcast together. And thanks to our community moderators who keep our Discord running. To get more involved in the Butterscotch community, go to podcast.bscotch.net, where we have links to the Discord, a way for you to donate, and links to the archives. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.